Hi, my name is Lydia. And I'm Emma. And we're the hosts of Holy Ship. We are passionate about creating a space for women to talk about sexuality, their bodies, and all things relationships. We think that for so long, Christian spheres have often failed to address these topics with women in a healthy, shame-free, and open way. So welcome to Holy Ship, where we address all the taboo topics in a way that is honoring to you, your relationships, and God. Welcome back to the Holy Ship Podcast. We are so excited you are joining us this week on our episode on spiritual boundaries. We are joined by Audrey, and Audrey Hayes is a ministry worker who works to see the reality of the presence of God come into people's lives through creative ministry, discipleship, evangelism, and youth ministry. Passionate about the global church, she has worked across denominations, age demographics, cultures, and continents for the last eight years, and she currently is living in Hell's Kitchen in New York City with her dog, Bert, who happens to be my nephew dog, so I'm pretty passionate about her dog. Not gonna lie. So welcome, Audrey. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Yes, Lydia is Bert's aunt. It is real. It is real. I'm super excited to be here. (laughs) Perfect. So yeah, we're talking about spiritual boundaries today. And I guess maybe if we like all want to go around and just like share what we think spiritual boundaries are, or, like why they're important, just like kind of like a brief like thing, and then we can get into it. Yeah. So Audrey, do you want to start? I would love to. I think spiritual boundaries are just like the most important thing in my opinion. And mm-hmm. no one has a definition. I've been asking so many people um, in my life, like what they think of them and everything like that. And it's, everyone has a different answer. So this is super interesting and exciting for me to talk about. Um, but for me, when I'm talking about spiritual boundaries, um, I'm talking about just the boundaries I put up in my life to protect my intimacy with Jesus. Yeah. Why do you think that's important? Oh my gosh. So many reasons. Um, well, I mean, you're, intimacy with the Lord is the closest relationship you have in your life or should be the closest relationship. Um, and just like protecting that at all costs, like the most, I think to like, stay like pure in heart, like what the Bible like asks us to do, you have to like create spaces to actually like protect the thing, Mm -hmm. like the relationship that you're running after with Jesus. Um, So that has to affect every part of your life, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Emma, do you what do you next? think? Oh, oh, okay. I was, oh. was going to throw it to you first. But <laughs> um, what do I think spiritual boundaries are? Well, when we, when we were talking about this, having this episode, I wanted to add spiritual boundaries to our, our boundaries season because it made sense that this be a topic that there needs to be boundaries in place to protect your intimacy with your relationship with the Lord. Um, kind of what, you know, has already been said specifically what I think those are. And I guess in a more practical sense would be to talk with your, you know, significant other or the person you're dating, um, about the, um, things that you can and cannot do that would bring you closer to God or further away from God. Um, but specifically, you know, how doing those things would affect 
your spiritual well-being. Um, and why I think you should have them is because you, you know, if you're in a relationship where your goal is oriented towards drawing closer to God, um, having them will allow you to stay on that path and not stray. And so, um, yeah, I think they're really important. And I'll let you go next before we talk about like some more practical examples about these. But yeah, I think just like overall in general, spiritual boundaries are how like you protect the health of your relationship with God, just like we have boundaries in like or like like we talked about in other episodes, our boundaries, how we have them to like protect the relationship, like in like romantic relationships. I think spiritual ones, one, protect that romantic relationship, but then also protect your relationship with God. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I think they're important one, just like Audrey said, because that is like the most intimate part of you. But then I think second, so often we think of like sharing in like a spiritual way as like a thing of maturity when in reality, I think it's, like, more mature to, like, actually know what's bringing you closer together and, like, what's bringing you farther away from God and just, like, addressing mm-hmm. that. So, yeah. It's, like, a weird thing because I it feel is. like people, when you're, like, a Christian and you're, like, entering into a Christian relationship, everyone just, like, gets so excited and it's, like, they mm-hmm. want to, like, flex how Christian yeah. they are to each other. <laughs> and then they, like, take Jesus off of his seat as the highest thing in their life and they're like actually let me like create an experience for us Mm -hmm. via god to Mm -hmm. like show how christian i am Mm -hmm. it completely defeats the purpose of like having jesus in in the Mm -hmm. highest seat so it's totally like yeah that thing of maturity too there's also been a romanticization romanticization i guess of christian relationships kind of like a Um, purity culture 2.0 if you will especially within the gen z generation of um of like young christians dating where uh like the idea of it is so is put on a on a pedestal where it's not actually god anymore that's at the top and center um it's kind of just like the idea of oh we're both christian therefore we have a good spiritual walk, you know, together or separately. Um, I think the idea has been like romanticized a little bit. Um, but, you know, I don't know everybody's story, but yeah, I think that's a good point to bring up. I think you also see that like in like, you know, like the Christian Instagram couples. Yeah. I feel like for so long I was like, yes, like I want that, you know, and now I like that I've been in a couple relationships where I've been like kind of all over the board with spiritual boundaries. I'm like, actually I have like my own boundaries now that I like really need to stick with. What but. What do you mean all over the board with spiritual boundaries? Well, I feel like in some relationships, one, like he wasn't Christian or whatever. So then it's like, well, there's just that. So it's like, did I even have boundaries there? I don't know. Um, do you think I, that's a boundary though? Or I like- don't know if like that's a boundary. I don't think I was making any boundaries. Got it. Partly because I was dating him and he wasn't Christian. I see. And that's now a boundary for me, but whatever. Um, That's more of like a priority for you. Yes, I guess. Yes. Anyway. But then I also like had relationships where we would pray all the time. You know, we'd go to church together. We'd do all this stuff, which is like great. But I feel like Mm -hmm. it became more like performative than it was like actually seeking God together. And it was like, 
oh, but like if I don't pray perfectly, you know what I mean? Like, what's he going to think about me? I think like press into that. I think that's the the boundary area mm-hmm. that I'm I'm thinking of is like you know the things you do when you when you both have like found that priority like you know we're both Christian, we both have a prayer life, we both have a mm-hmm. you know a healthy I guess uh Christian media diet if you will. Um but like when does it become performative/when slash do we know that we need to be doing this thing separately and so we're not like each other's accountability pa- partner, if you will, spiritually. Um, I yeah. feel like it's so different. Like this is such an interesting topic because it's like you're dealing with, in my opinion, the most important thing that keeps someone pure. Mm-hmm. But then they're actually like with talking about sex, like there are sort of like there are lots of great areas, but I feel like it's easier to kind of know mm-hmm. like what is right and what isn't. Whereas mm-hmm. like the spiritual boundaries, I actually just really think it's where each individual is at with their mm-hmm. walk with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, so my spiritual boundaries probably look very different from your guys's, yeah. um, which makes it weird. And also it is like, I was talking to a friend about it. Um, and her experience is that spiritual boundaries, like it, for me, they've been super positive and I'm like, mm-hmm. haven't, cause I sort of came up with it on my own, just from dating and realizing bumping mm-hmm. into my own problems. So it's been like a positive thing to bring into my life, but her experience was like super negative. Like her boyfriend wouldn't let her sit next to him in church because oh. it was like tempting where it's like, mm. I don't actually think that's healthy mm-hmm. <laughs> or yeah. necessarily right. Um, yeah. So I think it's like all just kind of about communication and where mm-hmm. you're at with things. Because um, I personally would have no problem sitting next to my significant yeah. other in church, but like someone might. And like, you know, it's it's definitely all like specific to the person. Mm-hmm. So you just really have to like, know yourself and know your relationship with God, which makes it like tricky to define with a partner. Mm -hmm. I also think it kind of depends on where you guys were both at before the relationship. Like if you're both, I'll say like super like strong in your faith or like very charismatic. Like I feel like that those boundaries are going to look very different than like if you were at like a different level in your faith or you're different, like even if you're different denominations, I think it'll look very different. And how that plays out. Can I ask you guys what it looks like for you in your relationships? Yeah, absolutely. I was going to ask you the same thing too, because it is different for everyone. And to Lydia's point, I think it's also different with, um, with couples of different denominations. But I think a spiritual boundary that I have right now is, um, I I definitely feel like it's important, um, the person that I'm dating, that we both go to church first and foremost. And if, you know, we're really, really serious thinking about like getting married, I think it's important that we both go to the same church or at least agree on a on a denomination, um, you know, somewhere where we can both worship together and raise a family and all that. I think that's important. Um, something that I've realized is a boundary of mine is reading the Bible 
I, I love the idea, or at, at least, I mean, I still kind of love this idea. And we see this with like Christian Instagram couples and stuff like Bible reading time together and we read the Bible together. And I still love that idea. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh yeah, that would be really fun to do with, you know, a boyfriend. But that comes from, like, just to be totally honest, that comes from a place of me not being motivated and choosing to read the Bible on my own volition. Instead, I'm like wanting someone to do it for me or with me and make it cute. And like, that's really not how you should be. Um, I mean, that is a way to read the Bible, yes, but I don't think that that would be the most beneficial spiritually for me. And so that's a a boundary that I have is one day when I'm married, I would love to read the Bible with my husband. But right now, while I'm still like young and in in a dating um, relationship, I think it's important that we both are reading the Bible, but separately and have separate accountability partners or Bible studies or men's groups or women's groups um, to kind of grow spiritually first um, as individuals. And then, you know, not lean on each other when we haven't made that covenant, um, if you will. Um, And then one other thing I thought about with spiritual boundaries is there's a lot of um, there's a lot of spiritual non-religious things out there in the world. Like one thing I I thought of was um, horoscopes (laughs) and like um, for a time in my life, I was really big into it. Like, you know, oh, what's your sign? And like I would compatibility match like, (laughs) you know, (laughs) no shame. But that's a spiritual boundary I have now is like I won't let myself go into those little um, little avenues, if you will, because it's just it's not helpful. It's not from God. So I'm not going to like seek out his zodiac sign and full birth chart to try to <laughs> know everything I can about him. Um, so I think that's another, uh, you know, spiritual boundary that I have. But anyways, yeah, those are some practical examples. But you guys, it's your turn. <laughs> I feel like mine are actually like very, very similar to yours. Um, yeah, I think one, like both going to church and then I also like don't think it matters what church you go to until like you're thinking about like getting married or you're engaged. And then I think you should both be attending the same church because you should kind of have that community like going into marriage. Um, but then... Yes, I also agree with the Bible reading one because I'm not particularly motivated to read the Bible on my own. And then I'll get to that in a second. But for me, it would also be like more of an accountability thing, like having them do that with me than it would be about me actually like wanting to like seek God and spend time with him. But then the reason that I do have such a hard time doing it by myself is because I feel like it gets so messy for me when I like spend time alone with God and you know, like then I'm like sobbing and I'm like, oh my gosh. Um, And so then I think this kind of brings me to my second point of like, I like love that it's messy. It's like hard obviously, but then I also don't think that he needs to like be in that like part of my relationship with God until we are married. And I think like, again, like, your relationship with God is so intimate and it's like such a vulnerable thing that I kind I think it goes also ties back to like emotional boundaries too. Um, 
but yeah, I think that should just be protected. And I think especially things that you do alone a lot of the times, those are some of the most intimate parts of you. And I think doing those things can like bind two people into one like prematurely, you know? But then also with praying, I think like, I'll say like more like quote unquote casual prayers, like over a meal or whatever, totally good. Even like a random prayer, like here and there, like if they're like waiting to get back for a job, whatever. But I think kind of like the like more hardcore prayers, you know, should be left like on your own. And like, obviously you should pray for each other and like champion each other in that. But I think at least for me, my boundary is like not, I'll say like hardcore deep praying together until you're engaged, but yeah. Um, my friend says that like, she said this quote one time, um, that always sticks with me. She's a speaker and she said it in one of her talks and she said, your intimacy can't surpass your commitment. And I like always think that now, especially when I'm thinking about spiritual boundaries, um, because like, if I was to tell you everything that Jesus is like saying to me or doing, Mm -hmm. then it's like, I like, I like am losing so much of myself. It's like emotional Mm -hmm. boundaries too. Like I'm telling you everything that is going on far too early. Um, cause I like think, I think it could like progress as you're like in a relationship longer, Mm -hmm. but like for me where I'm at, I'm like casually dating people. So I feel like I shouldn't go in and be like, And so these are all the things the Lord told me today. This is like the dream I had or like any, Mm -hmm. any of those things, Mm because it's just like not helpful. And then I always just think of that um, verse in Matthew where he's like, when you pray, go into your room and close the door. Mm -hmm. And it's just like between, between you and God. And so like, I, I think my boundary is just to like, keep that first and then invite them in as like necessary but I like I honestly don't I haven't ever reached the point where I'm like a lot of it's necessary I think most of my boundaries are like me having to stop myself because my go-to thing I always do is like I want to tell everyone everything Mm -hmm. all the time because I get so excited about it I'm like this is so fun like Mm -hmm. (laughs) like so like for example I like get prophetic dreams. And I do not have the gift of interpretation. I just get weird dreams and like anyone that's prophetic. I'm like, Hey, tell me what this means. And I am like the kind of person that will like tell whoever, and it Mm -hmm. gets me in trouble so much. So I'm like currently working on that in my life, (laughs) um, making boundaries around that, but even like in dating. So like I have previously been seeing someone who like does have like the gift of interpretation. And so I would be getting stuff that is like, so like intimate, like between like me and Jesus and like my walk and what he's doing in my life. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, Hey, let me tell this guy I've been on two dates with all of my crap. Like, it's just like not necessary. So I think for me, what spiritual boundaries look like, I like have made them like really practical for myself. Just like, I don't share like if I get a prophetic dream, probably not going to tell you on the second date. You don't really need to know that. Or like, um, other things are just like, like what you said, Lydia, like intense, like, 
prayer sessions. And I kind of alluded to this earlier because I think it's my natural tendency to like want to flex something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> I'm like a ministry Same. worker. <laughs> you like, well, like for me, like I like, it's so funny in dating. Cause I want to date like a serious Christian. So mm-hmm. sometimes on dates, I'm like, should I just drop a little, like something, something that the Lord's doing and see how they <laughs> respond. Yeah. Like, like, are you like my kind of Christian? Um, which is problematic in itself that thought, but, um, I like, yeah. So I've like just made it. So like, you know, I probably shouldn't pray with them and yes, I'll pray over dinner, which is honestly kind of funny. I've noticed lately, this is kind of a tangent and I don't know if you have this, but I don't pray over meals when I'm with my friends, but if I'm on a date, like we always pray over food. Is that like, it's not a common. I feel like that's common. That's not weird. I'm just holy shit listeners. I just want to (laughs) know. We'll do an Instagram poll later this week and we will find the answer to this. You pray on your date. It's it's so funny. And nothing's more awkward than a first date prayer. Not going to lie. But um, do you pray or do you ask him to pray? Oh, you know, it changes. (laughs) Just depends on the day. (laughs) Depends on the day. Depends. I I had a. It's just always uncomfortable for me. (laughs) I had a guy pray over drinks one time (laughs) when we got to. He did. Lord, turn this water into so wine. awkward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh He's like God. Jesus's first miracle. God, <laughs> here it is. Here it That'd is. be an impressive first date. No, oh. that's a boundary I don't want. Like you can pray over my water to turn into wine. That's fine. That's you not know, crossing anything for me. I feel I feel bad now that we're talking about this because I always ask. The man uh, on the first date, I have done this in the past, you know, maybe I'll never do this again, but also I'm in, you know, a happy relationship. Anyways, I've always asked the man to pray on the first date and it's been kind of like a test and this is terrible because it should be genuine. But for me, it it has been more of like a test. I'm like, "Mm, can he pray? Like it. And that's terrible. So, like, going forward, I'm so glad we're having this conversation. Hinge dates, you can, like, a lot of people say they're Christian. You got to ask that's for true. that you know, it's blessing kind of... to see what they're, what they're actually talking about. Right, right. Yeah, no, I think this is, this is a good conversation to have because definitely it has, it has checked me. In the few minutes we've been talking, I have been put in my place. <laughs> I know where I have gone wrong. Um... But yeah, I, my, my next question that I had with spiritual boundaries would be like, how would you navigate conversations with, you know, someone you're dating or on a date about this? And I've been thinking about that question and I don't know if you, um, you guys feel the same, but I actually don't feel like this is a conversation that needs to be had unless there is a problem, unless someone is overly zealous and you're like I'm not there with you right now and like ready to you know be on your level with disclosing all this stuff spiritually but that's that's just me I'm wondering if you guys have the same approach I 
So here's my thing. One, I don't think this is like a sit down after like, you know, you've established yourself as boyfriend and girlfriend. We have this talk like you would maybe with like physical boundaries. Right. See, that's I, I mean. feel like it's more of a talk about it as it comes up. Like maybe something happens and you're like, hey, I'm actually like not comfortable with like sharing that. Or I'm not comfortable with doing this because yeah. like I feel like it's jeopardizing this part of me or like different things mm-hmm. like that. But then I also think spiritual boundaries often involve timing like maybe you don't do that when you first start dating but you've been dating for two years and it's like okay like now it's like an appropriate time where like we could like add this in or like start like talking about this you know mm-hmm. where then like you would have another conversation and be like yeah I do think we can start doing this and it's like little conversations like along the way but not like a big sit down like here's all the rules Blah. right right yeah that's fair totally I, yeah, I think that too. I think in the past I've done a mix of everything wrong. I don't think I've ever gotten this right though. I'm just Neither have totally I. honest. <laughs> I'm still not getting it right. <laughs> yeah. It's so easy to get wrong. Literally so easy to get wrong. But like, I feel like I've been dating people and I just like want to avoid talking about it, which is like, mm-hmm. can be fine if you're not crossing anything but then there also like gets to a point if you're dating a christian and you guys never talk about god and you're just like right i know you go to church that's cool happy Mm -hmm. about that glad you're buying my dinner i don't really know um so i feel like in those ones it's like oh man i wish we could like talk a little little more about it but i don't think it's necessary to always like sit down and be like so I'm not going to have an intense prayer session with you, but um, you can right. bless the food. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you may pray now. <laughs> <laughs> you may pray. Gosh, it's so formal. Um, so not, but I feel like I've, yeah, I've gone wrong in being like so strict in like not wanting to talk about it like at all. Mm-hmm. And then, but then I've also like swung the other way and just yeah. been like, too just too much mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah because it can turn into like just so many rules and like then you can't be a normal human and you're never yeah. going to get to know your partner mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also think that's really important I wanted to bring this up too is I think it's also good to be pushed a little bit in this boundary you know say something if I'm if I'm wrong here. I was about to say that. And then I like, I feel like it's weird to be like, yes, push this boundary. But actually, yeah, I agree I, with you. I think so. Because I, I've learned so much more about Christianity. And from, you know, being in the relationship that I'm in now. And it was very uncomfortable for me to be introduced to like a different denomination and to re- have really tough conversations And, you know, my knee-jerk response was, you know, absolutely not. I don't want to do this or whatever. But I've also have grown so much because of it. And I feel like my eyes have been so open. And yes, it has been so stressful and emotional and just like, you know, I wish I had these boundaries back up. But at the same time, it's like, you know, I think that you can make each other better if you push a little bit this this boundary, um, especially if you both are Christian and you're, you know, have such good intent and you you want to share something that, 
you know, God has placed on your, on your heart and you feel like it's a good time for that, I think that that's okay too. So I know that like contradicts everything I said <laughs> prior, but, um, but I think it like links to that, just like spiritual maturity yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. And as you like progress in your relationship, you can start speaking more, but mm-hmm. it's just like, cause that will grow you guys into like deeper connection with Jesus. It's just like when it interrupts your connection with Jesus at all and like becomes mm-hmm. like an idol. Mm-hmm. Here's my issue. I love debating about theology and I would say just like naturally, I love to have arguments about things and that's just like how I like, you know, hang out with people. And I struggle because <laughs> I struggle because like sometimes on a first date, they'll be like, oh yeah, like blah, blah, blah. And I'll be like, oh, like let's debate this, but like in a fun way, but one, not everyone thinks like that. But then I feel like it gets into tricky spots because then it's like, oh, now we're having a very deep conversation about theology. And I did not intend for it to be like this, but I also did, but not, you know, the struggle's real. I also feel like I learn through debating people. So that's another thing where it's like, when you like try pushing yourself, it's like, if I like want to learn, I like love debating with people about like different theological beliefs, like economics, like literally anything, you know? Mm -hmm. But do you think that's like the same thing? Because to me, like, Spiritual boundaries are more like, it's also super linked to like the emotional aspect of just like being a Christian, Mm -hmm. but like me talking about theology, like anyone can talk to me about theology and I don't find it super sexy. So like, it's, (laughs) we are not meant to be together. (laughs) (laughs) I know you're talking and I'm like, yeah, I would never date someone like you. (laughs) That's so funny. No, I think, I think this is a good example and I'm sorry to keep using myself here, but like talking about church, I don't think is like crossing a spiritual boundary, like taking someone to a new church if they're not ready. Mm-hmm. There's like, there's this talking and then there's like action or like mm-hmm. having a really intense prayer in front of them. And they're kind of just like, what is like, yeah. you know, I think, I think that's the difference, you know, and it, it and it, ultimately comes down to how each individual is Mm -hmm. you know walking with God and and where they are and that and everybody has their own like upbringings and stuff like that too so I think that that would be um it would be a good example of like debating is is fine and good and Mm -hmm. you can learn so much but then there's actual like action to it and that could be crossing a boundary and like my point of bringing this up too was like Cause then we start getting talking about like deep things yeah and i'll be like well let me share this like traumatic experience because this is how it shaped my view of the church and oh, you know yeah. what i mean and it's like yeah we're women okay. we gotta get the why yeah. <laughs> the why yeah hey so here's what you don't know about this belief yeah <laughs> backstory uh-huh yeah yeah no it's it's really interesting i think my spiritual boundaries have been like just um shaped so much in Mm -hmm. um my relationship that you know I kind of just I view it now as you know when you're like spiritually under attack if Mm -hmm. you know you've been walking for a while and like you can kind of feel it (laughs) and 
that's kind of when I know to, okay, I need to like revert and figure out what's going on. Um, Cause you know, there shouldn't, there shouldn't be that, that anxiety and that um, inner turmoil. There should be a great sense of peace. And um, that's kind of been my guiding, guiding principle, if you will. Um, so yeah. Anyways. I have another question for you guys. Yes. Um, do you guys think there's any point in your relationship where you can just like drop the boundaries? Like, you know, it, with sex, you get married and mm-hmm. hooray, you can have sex, <laughs> but like with spiritual boundaries, like, do you think it's like sweet honeymoon? Let me tell you every prophetic word I've ever gotten. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> what no. do you guys think on that? That's a great question. And I believe that, yes, there will continue to be boundaries in marriage because, like, there will also continue to be, like, triumphs and battles in marriage. It's not like, and we've, we've kind of talked about this um, before, and I feel like this is a perpetuation of purity culture, is that when you get married, like, everything becomes good. And, like, finally, everything is opened up. And, like, and it's just going to all work out and it's just going to all be good. You know, I think that there's a there's definitely an intimacy where you like know each other better when you're married and you know, you know these, you know, spiritual burdens and struggles or whatever, but I think it's still very important to have your own walk, you know, as, aside from your marriage when when you're married because you know, if you don't you can't expect for another person to carry you um you know, if you, if you can't like actually walk the walk yourself, but that's just my opinion. Lydia might have a different one. Yeah. My opinion might change too, but this is what I have learned mm -hmm. through our podcast actually. But yeah, I think again, I think they, some spiritual boundaries just are about timing and it's like, you know, maybe you've been dating someone for two years and you're like, yeah, I think we should actually start talking about this and it's okay to discuss this. And it's like, that's fine. You know? Uh, But I also think there's, like, just other parts of your relationship with God that, like, they're just, like, so sacred and special and, like, don't really, like, affect, like, the relationship or, like, him, you know what I mean? But are, like, very, like, just, like, dear to you. And, like, I've had things that, like, God's, like, either, like, said or shown me, you know, that have, like, deeply impacted me and, like, changed me or, like, he said something about me, you know what I mean? That, like, I don't even know if I could articulate to, like, say like to him nor would it like I think even matter just because it was more of like a just like a special moment I had with God you know which like I don't think it'd be wrong to like tell him you know but like I feel like there's just some things that are like it's just like oh yeah like this happened with God but like that was just like me and him you know yeah 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 I think I'll definitely keep a lot of my spiritual boundaries when I'm married but I also feel like I would have no problem like alluding to things Mm -hmm. like I feel like I'll drop like that part and I don't probably at some point in dating as well like you Mm -hmm. can like generally kind of know what's going on but I think I still would want to keep like a lot of moments I have with God like just between between us I think it also goes back to what you said about like intimacy and commitment it's like, I feel like it depends on like how committed the relationship is too, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay. 
So I got one last question for you, Audrey, and that is, yeah, we ask, we ask our guests this a lot. What would your greatest piece of advice be in regards to spiritual boundaries for couples that are dating? Oh my gosh. I think one, I have two, two things that are connected for advice. Um, The first thing is like, you should just 100% have some sort of mentor in your life Mm. that will just pull you up on your crap. Like, I think even your friends, like that is wonderful and they can like call you out on stuff. But if you just have someone like a life stage ahead of you Mm -hmm. that can like actually, who has like been in your shoes, get those people in your life, especially, especially when you're dating. Um, so that, and I think while you're dating, just like, it sounds easier than it is when you say it. So you Mm -hmm. have to like do lots of check-ins, but it's just like making sure of like what your intentions are when you're like bringing God in and making sure that you keep God on like the highest seat in your life, because it's so easy, especially early days dating, just to get like so consumed by the relationship and like Mm -hmm. wanting to do whatever, even like like do everything within the relationship, pray within the relationship, like worship within the relationship, like literally only pray about your boyfriend. Like it's so easy to do. Um, Mm -hmm. so I think just like checking in on yourself and having the people checking in just to be like asking your intentions with it, making sure like you still care about the things you cared about before and like are still pressing into the things that like you're passionate. Yeah. Passionate about before you were dating them. Mm -hmm. Audrey, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. It was such a pleasure to talk about spiritual boundaries and just exploring those more together. As always, if you have any questions or concerns, you can either DM us at theholyship.podcast or email us at theholyship.podcast at gmail.com. And we would so greatly appreciate it if you could leave us a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts. So thank you for listening.